0: What's going on, everybody? Jack here, and welcome back to episode three of the M25WJM podcast. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and listening for the third week in a row now, and I hope you enjoy what we're going to talk about today. So before we get into today's episode, which I'm very excited to be filming, by the way, I want to talk about what's happening with the ST. So a lot of people have... uh asked about when their ST videos are coming back, as you can see if you're watching on YouTube. We're back in the garage for today's episode, and instead of being sat in front of the Mondeo, I am sat in front of the gorgeous Focus ST, Sandy. She's still running, still absolutely fine. However, we're getting her MOT'd on Tuesday, so what's pretty much been happening is I'm just getting the car ready. Um, I'm doing a bit of a clean inside the car after I finish recording this episode, give a bit of a bit of a total wipe down on the dash and in the seats and give it a good hoover out. Hopefully, it's going to stop raining and I'll be able to wash outside of the car, but um, as long as inside's clean, uh, that's what I'm more bothered about because it's not looking very good, which I'm quite ashamed to say. But like I said, for those of you who are wondering, there isn't going to be a a main video out this week. It's just going to be a podcast episode, and hopefully next week, I'll be able to give an MOT update vlog is what I'm hoping to do, talking about the focus and uh, getting it through its MOT, and as well as a couple of other tiny little changes which I've made since since the last Focus update. But other than that, just thought so let you know, Sandy is safe and well and good stuff is coming on the horizon. Trust me, once we get Christmas out of the way and we get into next year, there are so many new plans I've got for the Focus, which I'm really, really excited about and I can't wait to share them and make it happen. But that is all for a future video. But like I say, we're not here to talk about the Focus today. We are here to talk about, well, cars, cars in general and Obviously on the first episode of the podcast we talked about the channel the ST what all of this was about. Last week we dove into some new cars which was quite interesting and we got to share a lot of opinions and it seemed to get, go down really really well. This week this week is one I'm excited for because we're not talking about new cars, we're not talking about any what we like and don't like. This week I'm letting my imagination run wild and this week I'm going to be talking about dream cars, the dream garage, you know, what what I'd love to see in my dream home garage one day. And I guess you could call it motoring motivation. It's probably the best name for this episode. So I've I've got my notes down as always in front of me, and we're going to get to that right now. As I briefly touched on in the first episode of the podcast, where I kind of got my motoring love and addiction from, it all came from trucks. Uh, My family, if you didn't realize, ran a haulage company here in the UK, And that's how I got into trucks and mechanics and all this kind of stuff. And even though that was always something that's been in my household, obviously, I'm a truck mechanic currently. And now cars have always been my like what I like. It's what I enjoyed. And that all started for me. If you're watching on the on the uh, video, you'll be able to see this little Hot Wheels car right here. A 1965 Ford Mustang Fastback. Looking at it now, it's still just as good as it was back in the day. It's white, blue Shelby stripes, and some nice little Champion spark plug stickers on the side. Such a simple classic car. However, to me, that was the coolest looking car ever. That was the first Hot Wheels car I ever got. And obviously, it started a huge addiction. And for since then, I ended up getting pretty much every single model of Hot Wheels Ford Mustang that was made, probably until, well, until the new model which is quite sad to say however i still have here a 2018 s550 mustang hot wheels and that's always been my dream car a ford mustang gt since that very first hot wheels my affinity for the mustang has just grown so it's more and more every single day so as you can probably tell by how i keep this car just the the bug was set very very young and these cars I didn't smash them together. Like you normally see advertised on Hot Wheels adverts. I'd drive them about and pretend that they were mine and they'd all get parked up together nice. And I just looked after them as if I was looking after a real car. And I think that is a really, really good mindset to have because it's clearly reflected into my current work ethic and what I've done with the Focus, which is a really, really good thing. But yes, like I say, the Ford Mustang was the car that started it all for me. And it's something that to this day I've always wanted as i grew up that was maybe when i was about 6 or 7 years old i got that car as i grew up it all culminated in around about 2011 2012 with for me the ultimate mustang the Shelby GT500 i'm going to insert pictures on the screen as well but a Shelby GT500 was the ultimate mustang for me this was through as i grew up i started learning more about these cars you know reading Reading lots of books, playing video games, which is Need for Speed and Forza, you get to know all these things because they're all there, and uh, it's the best way to learn about cars and to get your passion out of there. Kind of just go and just read about it. And I was a real nerd; I knew everything about them, and that was all I always wanted—a Shelby GT Five Hundred. Now, this was like I say, I was about twelve or I've been mean about twelve or thirteen when when that came out that two, two, two thousand twelve Super Snake Mustang came out. Now, fast forward another three years to 2015, when the Mustang was announced for the UK. This made my heart jump. This was the biggest thing I could, a 15-year-old Jack could imagine. It was like, the Ford Mustang is coming to the UK, and one day I'm going to get one. And I said this when I was 15 years old, and I still, to this day, say that, that when the Focus... Well, not even when the focus goes. I want to try and keep this car and get another car, and I don't know when that'll be. I like to think in the next five years, but we're uh, we're possibly being optimistic, but we're gonna be hopeful because people said I couldn't get this car at eighteen, but I did. So we're hoping to get a Mustang in the next five years. That's my motoring ambition, and has been since I was a kid. And um, like I said, lots of things have changed across life. I guess you could say where. Things come and go when you're a kid, and you say, Oh, I want to do this job. I want to do that job. I want to have this car. I want to have that car. My one thing that I've always said from day one was that a Ford Mustang was going to sit behind me in this garage. And one day, I can guarantee that that is going to happen. So, as far as an S550, that is what we're going to What I want. I want an S550 Ford Mustang. Coming from that, I've got my dream spec right away. We, I want to start off with a race red. 5-litre V8 with a 6-speed manual box. Of course, you get the manual box, you get um, the limited slip diff, of course, as standard. Launch control, line lock. You get all the good track mods, basically, when you go to the manual. I know it's not as fast as the automatic, but the manual is where it's at. So I start off with a race red manual um, 5-litre GT, and then from there, just build up and build that ultimate modified version of the Mustang to get it to that level, if not better, of where the Super Snake would have been back in the day, obviously, as you get in, as I got older and started discovering modified cars, getting the base model or not getting a Shelby, I should say, and then building that up is appealed so much more to me. So where I'd want to go from that is to get the car sitting low on some nice coilovers or lowering springs, get a full exhaust on, and let that V8 roar and live the American dream. Uh, probably a full, full back system straight piped more like, more than likely from the likes of Magnaflow or Baller or Miltech or something like that, and then convert over to either an RTR front end or a Shelby GT350 front end, um, keeping it all nice and clean, race red and black, Shelby GT350 carbon lip spoiler, and a set of RTR Tech7 aero wheels in gloss black. That, well, no, not, sorry, no, not the aero wheels, just normal tech 7 RTR wheels in gloss black for me that would be the ultimate mustang start off with that as a good baseline build and that would probably be between 4 and a good with a good map from between 450 and 500 horsepower and from there push it up to the shelby level and do a supercharged build with either a Roush Yates or a Whipple supercharger with you know billet oil pump gears smaller pulleys um external oil cooler, all that kind of stuff, and get the car making at least seven hundred horsepower. That's always been the dream to build a build a Mustang to the level that the Shelby GT five hundred was back in the day and really build the childhood dream. But on a car that's the more modern platform that I can actually realistically buy in the UK as well. And one that as long once I've got it, that would be a life for car for me and something I don't think I'd ever get rid of and I'd build up and keep nice and keep until the day I die, which it's a very, very big statement to say but it's something I'd like to have alongside this as well and have them both alongside together. So yeah, number one on the Dream Garage lift list is my childhood dream Ford Mustang GT. The second car I've always lo- had a love for, again, it's a Ford, if you haven't already noticed, that's going to be the theme of this, is the Mark II Ford Focus RS in ultimate green. Now, the Focus RS is a car that hits very, very different to the Ford Mustang. And just like the Mustang, it's what set me off on a road of fast Fords. The Mustang kind of set the ball rolling, if you like, and that's kind of my ambition in life to get one of those cars, if you like. But as far as the Focus, it all kicked off one day back in back in school. It was two, in 2009 or 2010, so when these cars were brand new. I'll have been about nine or 10 years old. So not only is it green my favorite color, that's why I want an ultimate green one, but the first time I saw one of them, it just hit different and was so, so different to anything else I'd ever seen before. And I remember I remember it really, really well. I was walking home from school and there was a T-junction and the RS was an ultimate green RS with silver alloys and it was sat in this T-junction and it went... And there was an old guy stood across the pavement and this RS was waiting to pull away from the junction. As it set off, it set off and it was an absolute rocket ship, really, really loud. Um, It let off the throttle and and the blow off valve just dumped all of its air out. And then it accelerated away. It was popping and banging. And it was an absolute rocket ship. And I saw that the old guy who stood on the other side of the road just start shaking his head. And I just thought it was the coolest car ever. And ever since then, I've had a massive, massive ambition to get a Mark II RS to add to the lineup as well. But it's just unfortunate that the Mark II RS is starting to go into the realm of where the Escort Cosworth and the Sierra Cosworth is now, where they're selling for upwards of £30,000. So I find that incredible that a Ford Focus RS that's only 10 years old is now, is currently in this day and age, two thousand twenty selling for the same amount if not more than it was when it was fresh on the showroom floor barely 10 years ago so god knows what what kind of price that focus rs is going to make in another 10 years when when they're clocking on the same kind of age as a cosworth now many people have kind of said why would you want a focus rs over a cosworth this is my cosworth you know i'm i'm 19 years old coming on 20 if you double my age and take me back to someone who was growing up in the 90s, who was coming on their 40s, that it's exactly the same experience as it was for someone of that age looking at a Cosworth and saying, I want one of those. That's what effect the Focus RS had on me that day. And it's something that it's, it's just a really special car to see. And they're getting rarer to find good ones in good condition and ones that are going for crazy, crazy money. Just in comparison, what I can get a two or three-year-old Ford Mustang for for the of the spec I want, which we just spoke about, I can get a focus a Focus RS is that amount of money. A 2010 focus RS is the same amount as a 2018 Ford Mustang GT. So just get your head around that for a second. So as far as spec on the RS, I'd want it very, very similar to how it was that first day and kind of recreate that car that first set me off down the rabbit hole. Of fast forwards beyond the Mustang, because of course it was that car that got me into Fast forwards in general and set me off looking at Focus STs, Focus RSs, Fiesta STs, all that kind of modern European Fast forward stuff. The car I'd want would be Ultimate Green, on again a set of nice coilovers or wheels with uh, really really nice fitment um, on silver, either stock stock silver alloys or a set of really really nice high quality aftermarket silver again alloy wheels from the likes of say oz racing or revo or revo wheels something really really nice and kind of looks oem but you know it's not as far as other mods on there nothing exterior wise no splitters no extra canards not no window nothing no window stickers nothing like that keep it clean and oem kind of the Kind of what I'm doing with the focus. Obviously, this focus here is a little bit more out there. I guess you could say, you know, it's got splitters on and it's got uh, we've got wing risers in there and everything. But if I was to get a Mark II RS, I'd just keep everything as OE as possible. You know, maybe throw an intake on there and an exhaust, a really high quality one from the likes of Mountune or or uh, or Miltec or something like that, with a with a good quality remap, just a stage one remap, nothing crazy and just leave it at that, and keep it as a real nice OEM plus daily driver, and for me, that would be my dream Mark II RS. Car number three is one that you won't really expect, because I already own it. Car number three is the Mark III Ford Focus ST, which I am sat in front of right now, as you can see. Sandy, she is, again, one of my dream cars, which I've wanted since I was a kid, and I'm really, really fortunate to be able to have one. So, Bearing in mind, this car is a 2015, which means I was uh, f- I was 15 years old when this car came out. So I was still at school, and I was nowhere near being able to drive yet. So I saw this as equally cool as the Focus RS. This was just it was a, again, it was a fast Focus. It was bright yellow, and it just it looked mean. It looked out there, and when you saw one with a big exhaust and or whatever, giving it some around town. You knew it had a bit of an asbo about it, and it automatically made it cool, which is kind of why I wanted one. And it was also something that I saw as very obtainable, because you saw a lot more of these STs knocking about town than you did Focus RSs. And clearly it was very obtainable, because I am now in possession of one. And it's to be quite honest, it's exactly as I hoped it would be. And it's, again, that's why it's been one of my dream cars, and I'm really, really happy to say that I have it, and it's probably why I set up this channel, it's why I care about it as much as I do, you know, protecting the underside and doing all these little mods and all that kind of stuff, because I just want it to be my ultimate version of what 15, 14, 15-year-old 15 me would have wanted in a car. Of course, as we co- as we grow up and as times change, our tastes change, you know, we get, we want less stickers, we want less exhaust, we want everything to be a little bit more cleaner, but for me, this is one of the best examples of a Focus out there. And it's me on the road to building my dream car. And that's something I want in my garage forever alongside these other three. So we've just talked about three very, very fast Fords a Mustang, a Focus RS, and a Focus ST, which is all very good. But what are you going to drive for your daily? Now, I've always said to myself, growing up, of course, growing around trucks and American things, which was set off by the Mustang. I had a massive love for pickup trucks. And my ideal dream pickup truck would be something very, very big and something very, very American, if not a Ford, more likely a GMC. Now I'm going to put a picture on the screen for any UK viewers who don't know what one of these is. but I just think that this is one of the coolest flipping pickup trucks I've ever seen in my life. GMC Sierra 25 or 3,500 with the big Duramax diesel in there. Probably rocking some kind of four, five, six inch lift with some huge alloy wheels and at least 35 inch tires on there. That is my ultimate daily. But we're not here to talk about big, jacked up American trucks. If we're bringing it back to the UK, we're going to be looking at a Ranger. Now, the Ranger is pretty much the more modern equivalent of this. And I've kind of just put it in as a dream daily, if you like, just talking pickup trucks in general. But if I was to go out and buy one right now, I'd be buying a Ranger. Um, as far as the Ranger spec would be concerned, it wouldn't be a Raptor. We'd be getting the normal wild track with a 3.2 litre diesel um, on a six speed auto, unfortunately, not a manual, but the autos are just as good. We'd get in this Ranger wild track in graphite grey, again, doing a full lift on it, maybe a two, two, only a two or three inch lift, set of nice method race wheels in either a, a chrome or a chrome black. Or that map or a matte bronze with a beadlock finish on there, mud terrain or all-terrain tyres, and plenty of light bars across the top, winch, all that kind of good stuff. It's a bit what you call uh, off-road, off-road rice spec, bit off-road pimp. But I just think that lifted trucks and especially a ranger just look so, so cool. Now, as far as pimping off-roaders and all this kind of stuff, I'm not going to get too far into it in this episode because in the future, I have the perfect person to talk about lifted off-road trucks with, and that's my brother. Now, he's a huge off-road nut, and as far as his dream garage is concerned, 99% of it is built up of four-wheel drives from this, this side of Europe and the States as well. So we'll talk to Joseph in a future podcast. So there we have it. That is my dream garage. That's what we're talking about. We've got a supercharged Mustang GT fully built. Mark II Ford Focus RS, Ultimate Green as an OEM plus spec build, some kind of pickup truck, and My Focus ST, which I own right right now, which is I'm sat in front of, which I'm really, really grateful to own. It's kinda, I guess you could say, playing the game that we used to play with the Hot Wheels cars, which I spoke about in the first um section of this podcast, making that game the reality, which would be a really, really nice way to bring all to loop it all around but at the end of the day the one thing that i think all of us can agree on the one thing that we all want to do is just play with our own toys because as everyone says about men we don't grow up our toys just get bigger which is the perfect comparison right here if you're watching the video you can see what we we'll see what's sat on the table in front of me and what's sat next to me right now so guys thank you so so much for letting me kind of rant on about uh, hopes, dreams and aspirations and the dream garage as far as Fast forwards are concerned. Thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, YouTube, whatever you're listening on. And hopefully you tune in next week where we're going to get back to our normal schedule of Focus ST videos where we've got a lot of new, we've got a new update to do. We've got a couple of reviews coming out on the car as well and getting into what we want to achieve with the car moving forward. So if you want to see that and you want to see more, then don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, share the podcast, share the video, and we'll see you next time. Bye.